I'm your host, Steve Eck, and I want to help you live your success. So let's go. Today, we're going to be talking about something that is so devastating to your personal growth, like it'll stunt your personal growth. And yet it's one of the hardest things to recognize. So we're going to talk about recognizing it. And uh, the thing is, nobody thinks they have it. And so today we're going to be talking about people pleasing, being a people pleaser. And as a personal note, that was a huge problem of mine. I was such the people pleaser. And I didn't know it. I didn't know it. And nobody does. Because there's everyone wants to be good. And everyone wants to be kind and everyone wants to be nice. And that's fine. That doesn't make you a people pleaser. When you do it to the extent that it affects your mental health, then you are a people pleaser. So you can be kind without being a people pleaser. You can be nice. You can make other people feel good. As long as it's doesn't cost you your mental health or any bit of your mental health. And what happens is, and here I'm going to talk about the signs of it, the feelings that you might be experiencing right now, and, and maybe they're going to hit home and maybe you're going to go, wow, that's me. And then I'm going to talk about how to get past it. And so understand that when you're a people pleaser, it leads to, um, like I said, your mental health, it, it causes resentment. If you um, carry any kind of resentment towards anybody, um, and now I'll get into that uh, a little more, then it leads to self-neglect. You neglect yourself to help others, you know, and that's not healthy. Neglecting anything is not healthy, and you're number one. So never neglect, neglect yourself. And the third is, it creates uh, assumption, right? You're, you're always having assumptions. Now, in the book, The Four Agreements, assumptions is the fourth agreement as to what not to have. So then uh, that's about it. So we're going to go there. So, uh, oh, you know what? I am going to talk about a little bit more. So people pleasing usually stems from some unhealed wound early on in your life. You know, you're conditioned to be a people pleaser. And eventually you're going to have to process that to get past it. I mean, ultimately, that's what's going to be. Um, but the truth is, people who are people pleasers don't see themselves as equal to those around them. They see themselves as less than those around them. Now, right now, and for the last number of years, the imposter syndrome is huge. Everybody has it because that's also feeling like you're less, like you don't belong, like you're not qualified. You're less than you deserve. And it's, the thing is, it's so not true. But I can tell you until the cows come home that it's so not true. And until you can recognize it. And, you know, like I, sh I shared I was a huge people pleaser. And when I recognized somebody else's happiness was not my responsibility. Now it's different. My responsibility, my life changed drastically. So here's some signs. You're crushed when someone doesn't like you, like you have to have everybody like you. And you know what? You're not for everybody. And that's okay. 
But when, if somebody doesn't like you for whatever reason, that's about them. It's not about you. But when you're a people pleaser and somebody doesn't like you, you, you almost go out of your way and make a huge effort to get them to like you because it's so important to you that they like you. And that's a huge sign that you're a people pleaser. The next sign is you'll go to any length to avoid conflict. You know, oh, I don't like conflict. Oh, you try to please, please people to avoid conflict. And then the worst part about that is all you're doing is um, retaining that, uh, that issue, whatever's causing the conflict. You're retaining that. And don't worry, it's going to come out. You know, so um, that's another sign is you avoid conflict. Now, conflict doesn't have to be bad. Don't look at conflict as a negative, like a fight. Conflict is a disagreement. And a disagreement is not right or wrong. Usually a conflict or a disagreement stems from uh, somebody's opinion. And everyone's opinion is subjective. So understand the conflict doesn't mean a fight. It means a disagreement. And a disagreement is an opportunity for you to have some great conversation. So another sign is you tend to mirror the people around you. You know, if you're going to start marrying the people around you, it's because you're, it's easier for you to fit in. Remember, I said you feel lesser than, you know, so marrying people, mimicking people around you, becoming them. That's a hard one to reckon. All this is hard to recognize. You know, you can't read the label from inside the jar. Like finding out if you're a people pleaser is one of the hardest things to do. That self-awareness is so hard. And this is like, like I said, it's one of the biggest holdbacks from you becoming the person that you want to be. So um, another one, it's not your responsibility to make sure everyone around you is happy. It's your responsibility to make sure you're happy and that you're kind to everyone around you. Their happiness is not your responsibility. And don't, don't take it on because you can't control it, right? So don't, don't, don't try to take it on. Be a kind person. And as I go down this and how to get past it, because I'm not just going to tell you, recognize it and then leave, you know, I'm a piece of people pleaser, high five you and then we're out of here. <laughs> no, no, we're going to talk about getting past it. So another thing that, that you might recognize that you're a sign that you're a people pleaser is you hate to say no. You say yes, even though you know, you don't have the time, I'll, I'll figure it out. You know, like you're afraid to say no to somebody for fear that, um, well, for fear that they won't take you, they won't like you. You know, that's, again, it, it comes back to that being a people pleaser. You're trying to get everyone to like you. Not everyone has to like you. You know, be approachable, be kind. Whether they like you or not is, is 100% on them. So um, here's another one. You take on more responsibility than you should because you're trying to show your worth. You're trying to show that you're worth it. So, you know, I got, I, I got to get sidetracked. So, uh, you know what? You don't take on more responsibility to prove that you can. 
because ultimately you're going to pay the price. But before I want to uh, get on with this, if you're watching on video, it looks a little funny because the sun is coming in and hitting the camera on an angle and I'm in the loft. And so the, the, the quality right now is kind of rough. I'm just going to put my hand over the camera and yeah, that does definitely change the, the light. I, uh, I wish I had a piece of paper or something I can mount over the camera. Oh, that makes a big difference right there. But, uh, and then you, of course, you're going to hear the sounds in that. So anyway, I hope you're going to deal with the, uh, with the uh, glare. Just drop something. <laughs> um, another thing with going back to the, being the people pleaser is you apologize for everything. Stop apologizing for things that are not your fault. That is, if you spend any time near me, you always hear me say, when people say, I'm sorry, I'll tell them, stop apologizing. And then they say they're sorry for apologizing. So that's another big thing. Being a people pleaser is you find yourself apologizing, like everything is your fault. So now we're going to get into the biggest one. And as far as this list of signs, this to me is the biggest one. You don't share how you truly feel when somebody hurts you. You hold it in. And like I said earlier, when you start to uh, hold this in, when you start to pile it in, it's going to come out. Oh, it's going to blow, you know, and it's going to come out and you're going to all of a sudden, do you, do you find yourself you get into a conflict, an argument, you know, uh, a disagreement, and you're bringing up stuff that happened like six months ago, eight months ago. Let me tell you, that should have ever been resolved six months ago and eight months ago. If you're retaining these things and they come back out later, because, you know, you can only, like, it, it's like your emotions are a bucket. There's only so much water it can hold before it's just going to start spilling out. Right. And that's what's going to happen. So when you hold back your feelings, when somebody hurts you, um, it's going to pile up. It's going to compile. It's like compound interest. It's going to keep building and building and building. Not such a great way as compound interest. Um, next one is you don't want to hurt other people's feelings. And again, remember, you're not responsible for their feelings. You're responsible for being kind. You're responsible for being happy to yourself. You're responsible for what you can control. You can't control somebody else's feelings. And don't be, that doesn't, that's not a license to be rude. You know, that's just, the, the, you can be kind without being, uh, you know, I mean, you don't, don't be rude and go, well, hmm, now my problem, your feelings got hurt. Yeah, well, it is if you're rude, you know, like if you want a way to purposely do it and then blame it on them. That makes you a whole different person. So uh, anyway, there's some, some downside to being the people pleaser. And you're going, hey, Steve, yeah, you said all that, but really, is it, is it that bad? I'm like, yeah. Here's the, the problem when you're a people pleaser, man. You, you lack the self-care. You neglect your own needs. You, you, have, you have a hard time having a good time. Because you're constantly observing others, you're ready to pounce on somebody not having a good time. And you're getting stressed and anxious and uh, all that, which, you know, makes you hard to wind down. It's hard to end the day with anxiety and stress and anxious, 
And when you're uh, the people pleaser, that's what you carry with you. You you have that passive aggressive personality because remember we have resentment that builds up and then you're nice, you're nice, you're nice and bam. And now you're labeled passive aggressive. And you're like, wait, I thought I was normal. Well, you're a people pleaser. That's the thing. Um, you tend to have weak relationships. That's a big one. Weak relationships, unhealthy relationships. And I think the number one problem when you find that you're a people pleaser and go, hey, what's the big deal? So I'm nice to people is your communication skills shut down. Remember, we don't want to hurt their feelings. We don't want to let our own feelings out. You know, you want to make sure everyone's happy. You know, you're always trying to make everything happy. And these are big problems of what people carry with them as people pleasers. So that's all, that's the signs and what to recognize. And, you know, I'm not just going to leave you right there. Like, hey, you saw the signs, you recognize, you labeled yourself. And everybody has a certain amount of people pleasing in them. Um, none of it's healthy. So let's reduce what we can. So here's the steps. There's about nine or 10 steps. Step one, and, and like everything else is awareness. Acknowledge that, yeah, you know what? I'm a people pleaser and it's not healthy for my mental state. You know, it's not mentally healthy. And then this is going to sound funny. Maybe not. I don't know. Interesting to me, but identify the patterns of your people pleasing. You're not, you're not always a people pleaser in every situation, right? Maybe you're so confident in the work environment and you can just crush it, but then you find yourself in the dynamic of your personal relationship and you become a people pleaser. You're a different person. And back when I talked about me being a people pleaser and, and I recognized it was in relationships, and I actually had a friend recognize it. And he said, Steve, I look at you when you're in your element, like you're in art or you're at work or, or you're helping people and you're like, Steve. And then I'm around my significant other and I'm like, Steve Light. <laughs> he actually said that to me. And that was the wake up for me is when a friend of mine had the, uh, the courage to say that to me. Now, notice that, that I shared that, but I didn't get upset when he said that. I took it to heart. I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, like, so that's a hard thing to say to a person like, hmm, if I tell him this, he might get bent out of shape, but that's not the case. And then step three is uncover why you need to please people. And that's going to stem back to some childhood stuff, you know, and you're going to have to figure out and process that. You know, you're gonna have to understand that. And I, you know what, I, I totally, I did that. And I, I saw where it stemmed from. And I, I'm not even going to get into that. I'm not going to share that. That's, oh my gosh, you know, I'd have to crawl into therapist couch and talk about that one. But it, you know what, I was able to recognize it and process. So step four, keep a journal. Keep a journal as your road to recovering from people pleasing. So when you feel these uh, emotions come on that you have to please, journal it. What brought it on? What was the situation? How did you handle it? How did you want to handle it? 
you know, so it's almost like keeping a record. So uh, step five is rebuilding the self-esteem. Now, I'm going to tell you this right now. The next podcast is rebuilding your self-esteem. So it's a whole podcast and it's not easy to do. That's why I'm dedicating a whole podcast. But I'm telling you, it is number five and it is also the next podcast. So little hook, you got to listen to the next one. Step six, build, create, and maintain boundaries. Boundaries are, are there to keep people in your life, not out. If you want people out of your life, cut them out of your life. That's easy. Um, or at least it's easy to say it's hard to cut people out of your life. I understand I don't want to over, oversimplify it, but boundaries are usually uh, people you want to keep in your life or always people you want to keep in your life, but only in certain aspects of your life. And I'm going to give you, oh, before I go into that, people who object to you having boundaries are the ones that benefit from you not having boundaries, right? So think about that. The people who benefit from you having no boundaries uh, are the ones that'll get mad when you try to have them. And a boundary that I had to set was with my parents. You know, when I went into business, um, they were, they wanted to get right in on everything. And here I am trying to grow and, and that, and, and they're trying to instill fear. You know, it was just not working. And, you know, it, it wasn't, I had some hard, hard, uncomfortable conversations, but they had to be done. They had to be made if I was going to be successful in business. You wouldn't take business advice from someone that's never been in business, would you? Of course not. And that's what they were trying to do. They were trying to give me bad business advice and how I should stay afraid. And to the point where I'm not going to battle them on the subject of fear or staying afraid. I just flat out said, I cannot talk to you about businesses. It's not healthy or conducive to my success. I love you. I, I love spending time with you. But I will not talk to, about my business with you. You know, and that was a hard boundary. So next one, step seven, stop assuming. Remember in the beginning, I talked about the four agreements. You know, the four agreements, let's see if I can remember. I just read the book too. The first agreement is um, sticking to your word. The second one, um, uh, oh my gosh. This, I, you know what? I got to tell you, is the assumption is the fourth. So I'll mention in my next podcast when I talk about self-esteem. Um, so stop assuming. When you assume, that's again, you're assuming the worst. You're trying to patch things up. Stop. Stop and stay in the moment. Number eight, and, and uh, I should have made this one number one. Start communicating. You have to start communicating. And you have to learn to speak up. And I'm going to tell you something about communicating. If you start a sentence with, I feel, and you tell somebody how you feel, and they get upset, and you have to all of a sudden defend your own emotions, give serious consideration of why that person is in your life. If you have to defend your emotions and you can't share your emotions without somebody losing it, that person probably shouldn't be in your life. You should be able to talk about emotions. I have, I have a 
my circle, my tight circle, talk about emotions all the time and how things, you know, make you feel and, and feel good and bad and share them with the people I love to share with. And, and they're supportive in that, but, uh, and they're honest with me, but if you have to share and somebody loses it, um, that's a pretty good indication that maybe you should set boundaries or not have them in your life. And you know what? The last one, step number nine, I'm going to tell you right now, practice self-love. You know what? Learn to love yourself. Learn that your mental health comes first. Learn that you have to be your biggest cheerleader. Now, I've done podcasts in the, in the past, and I will do them in the future about self-love and how to build that. So if any of those signs that you hit resonated, then there's a good chance. And, and you know what? There's more signs. There's a good chance you're going to be a, you are a people pleaser. And there's more signs than that. You know, there, it presents in many different ways. And it's probably the most um, harmful to your personal growth and your mental health to keep all that it is not not healthy. Um, so anyway, that's what I have for you today. We talked about being the people pleaser. And so I told you the signs of it. I told you the effects of it and then how to get past it. And I put a little hook about the self-esteem one. So stay tuned for that. Anyway, again, this is uh, You Can, the podcast. I'm your host, Steve Eck. And if you love this podcast, please leave me a five-star rating. Leave a review on iTunes, on Spotify. The more they see it, the more they go, wow, this podcast is really good. You know, more people are reviewing it. Let's put it out there so more and more people can do it. Share it with somebody who you think will help. A screenshot, share it on social media. You know what? Drop me a message. Drop me an email. Drop me a text, uh, a direct message, uh, anything like that. Let me know what you think of it. You know what I mean? I would love to hear your feedback. I would love your opinion on it. Anyway, again, I hope you have an amazing day.